my name is Kristen McMaster. I am on staff here at North Coast Calvary Chapel with the Junior High Ministry, and I am excited to bring you guys your daily hope today. So we are picking up in Isaiah chapter 7, and I encourage you guys to grab your Bible and to actually read through this chapter. Um, you'll come to a point where you see a pretty big prophecy that is being um, told through Isaiah, and it is the coming and the sign of Emmanuel. Um, it's such a rad chapter. So, um, something that I've been encouraged by early on in my faith, um, is pastors kind of mentors telling me like, Hey, don't miss out on the context of what's happening in this chapter. Cause this is like a historical piece right here. Um, the beginning of Isaiah chapter seven, the first couple of verses are literally like dates on who is there, what's happening at the time and who God is speaking to. And nowadays I just I just appreciate more of the Bible and it's this is literally history right here. So it's really cool. When we pick up on Isaiah chapter 1, we see it's in the days of Ahaz. Ahaz here is the king of Judah. And what's happening is Syria and Ephraim, these other nations, are wanting to wage war and attack Judah. Ahaz and his people are absolutely terrified. Something really cool here happens though. The Lord um, gives a word and speaks through Isaiah and Isaiah has his son there with him. And he basically speaks to Ahaz. And if we pick it up on verse seven, this is after the Lord is speaking through Isaiah and he's just like, hey Ahaz, like, do not fear, they will not conquer you. And verse seven, it says, it shall not stand and it shall not come to pass. He's like, this will not happen. And he actually, there's a prophetic moment here in verse eight, where he says within 65 years, Ephraim will be shattered. Like there will be no longer. In verse nine, it says, if you are not firm in faith, you will not be firm at all. And this is a challenge to Ahaz. What we know of Ahaz is he is not a godly king. He's not a good person. But God in his mercy and his patience for Judah right here and for Ahaz, he has great mercy because he's like, hey, repent to the Lord. Like I'm here, repent to me and believe my words that I will protect you. And he's challenging Ahaz. He's like, hey, do this. And it's kind of a bummer because we read here, after verse 11, where the Lord is speaking to Ahaz, he's like, hey, ask a sign. Ask for me to show you a sign to even further assure you and my protection for you. And Ahaz unfortunately declines it. But God, he does something amazing. And in verse 14, this famous, famous passage right here, it says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call him Emmanuel, God with us. Now, this is spoken 700 years before um, Emmanuel comes, the Messiah, Jesus comes. And you can actually find that in Matthew 1, 22 to 23. It references this verse. Something I was kind of taking away from this chapter obviously the huge prophecy of what's to come. 
But I was thinking about God's mercy in this moment for Ahaz and for Judah. God's great mercy and patience. And also um, reminding Ahaz like, hey, like stand firm in what I say and be hopeful for this sign that I'm about to give you. So a couple takeaways for you guys, just something that I took from this chapter. Um, The first thing is this, church, may we be reminded of the great mercies that God has for us each and every day that we serve a God who is merciful, who is patient and kind. And another thing too, may we stand firm in our faith in times where it can feel shaken or can feel just uneasy. May we stand firm in what God says in God's truth. The third thing that I took away is may we be hopeful for what God has to come. May we be hopeful for who he is, what he says, and what he will do in our lives. Guys, I hope you have a blessed day. May we go out in boldness, knowing we have a God who is merciful, that we can stand firm in, and that we are hopeful for